Hello and welcome back to Daily World News with the latest global stories in just five minutes, seven days a week. Here are the top world stories for Friday, August 18th, 2023. Today's episode is brought to you by Blogcast, your personalized audio feed, available on iPhone and Android. First off, Brazil's federal police have conducted additional raids and arrests as part of an investigation into the January 8th riots in Brasilia. These riots saw supporters of former President Jair Bolsonaro storm government buildings. These raids mark the 14th phase of an operation that began in mid-January, aimed at identifying individuals who participated in, funded, or encouraged the riots. In other news, Russian forces have destroyed Ukrainian drones that were targeting Moscow and its Black Sea fleet. This is just the latest in a series of attacks on the capital and the waterway. Meanwhile, the United States has expressed its full support for Ukraine's request for F-16 fighter jets. However, it has not imposed sanctions on four Russians who have been accused of involvement in the 2020 poisoning of Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny. Neither country has condemned Russia's ongoing attacks on Ukraine's grain infrastructure, nor have they called on Moscow to return to the collapsed grain deal. Meanwhile, China's army has released a propaganda video that appears to show preparations for a conflict in the Taiwan Strait. The video, titled Reading the Strait, features soldiers in combat gear doing press-ups under crashing waves, a tank battalion driving into the sunset, and troops running up sandy shores past anti-landing barricades. Accompanied by a catchy ballad, the video does not explicitly mention Taiwan, but it is believed to be related to the Eastern Theater Command, a division of the People's Liberation Army responsible for the Taiwan Strait. Last month, Chinese President Xi Jinping urged the military to improve its war readiness while praising the command for its significant contributions. In another development, the United States and China have accused North Korean leader Kim Jong-un of using repression to unlawfully develop nuclear weapons and ballistic missiles. The Security Council recently met to discuss human rights abuses in North Korea, marking the first such meeting since 2017. China had previously failed four times to prevent public meetings on the issue between 2014 and 2017. North Korea has consistently denied allegations of abuses and blame sanctions for the dire humanitarian situation. The United States accused North Korea of using repression and cruelty to develop nuclear weapons, while North Korea denied the allegations. The UN Human Rights Council has stated that there have been decades of chronic human rights violations in North Korean society, many of which are linked to the increasing militarization of the country. North Korea did not address the recent meeting but criticized human rights in the United States, citing the case of U.S. soldier Travis King, who fled North Korea at the age of 17. In a separate development, Democratic Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez from New York has called for the declassification of documents that could shed light on the United States' involvement in Chile's 1973 coup. Ocasio-Cortez is part of a delegation of lawmakers who traveled to Santiago, the capital of Chile, ahead of the 50th anniversary of the coup against President Salvador Allende. The delegation had previously visited Brazil and will now travel to Colombia, both of which are also governed by left-leaning governments. 
U.S. Representative Greg Kassar from Texas emphasized the importance of recognizing the truth that the United States was involved with the dictatorship and the coup after the delegation's visit to a museum in Santiago. Meanwhile, an out-of-control wildfire has burned through a significant portion of northern Canada. This wildfire has spread across at least 163,000 hectares of Canada's northern territories, leading to the evacuation of over 20,000 residents of Yellowknife. This wildfire season is the worst on record in Canada, with over 1,000 fires burning across the country. As residents race to evacuate, traffic congestion has become a major issue on the roads out of town. Lastly, the Reserve Bank of India has stated that the risk of stagflation in India remains low, despite a significant increase in prices. The RBI estimates the probability of stagflation to be only 3%, given the easing of financial conditions, stability of the INR and USD exchange rate, and steady domestic fuel prices. In July, India's annual retail inflation rose sharply to a 15-month high of 7.44% driven by a significant increase in vegetable and cereal prices. High-frequency food price data for August indicates that cereal and pulse prices have continued to rise, although more recent data suggests some price pullback. The RBI's bulletin also notes that while core inflation moderated in July, headline inflation is expected to average well above 6% in the second quarter. The Central Bank's Economic Activity Index forecasts GDP growth for the first quarter of 2023, 24ths at 7.8%. Our top world stories for today are brought to you by Blogcast, your personalized audio feed. Download the free Blogcast app on your iPhone or Android today. If you enjoyed this, please consider listening to our other podcasts, Daily Business News, Daily Tech News, daily science news, and daily lifestyle news. Thanks for listening.